How are we doing with our reviews and our grades and everything? Are we ready to get started? Oh, we're grading this? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I put it on the thing. <laughs> I put it on the thing. Yo, wrong. nobody reads no, my I thing. I read, I read it, it wrong. I thought you said no grades. Hold on. No, 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 R&R. no, no R&R. No R&R. No R&R. And no rankings. And no rankings. Because oh. it's Sony. It's a Sony project. Right. Oh, wait, okay. I read that wrong. Yo, nobody reads my stuff. I read. It's just. <laughs> no, the... I know y'all read. I know that. But do you but read just, his stuff? I don't think you I read, read my stuff. What? You read up until I post something. That's what Listen, happens. Listen, that's why I'm searching for my review because I saw that on the bullet point I've been reading. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you saw that because I tagged you in it. But anything past that, yo, you're like, that, was, not, yo, that must not have anything to do with me. I was mad active this weekend. You know, yo, you're not going to applaud me for that. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were active. I did see that. I did see that. Congratulations. There you go. You know, and nah, I don't believe you. You don't wait, believe me? Oh, wait, what did you do dang. this weekend? I, I've been under. Oh, a rock. when I was um, when I was uh, texting you guys in the group, uh, the group me about um, how Michael B. Jordan's gonna do the vowels. Oh yeah, thing. that's right. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, and then yep, I, yep. I just kept going on with different yep. stuff. And you've been you've been very responsive to my my dead friend's posts. Yeah, so, yep. know, I had time, and I at know, least maybe. I want to apologize if I have not made it very clear and genuine that you've been working hard. And mm-hmm. you've been doing your research, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I want to thank you for that. Oh. That's um, I, that I'm I'm being serious about that. With a little bit of sarcasm because I just like sarcasm, but that doesn't take <laughs> away from my genuineness. No, no, I I picked it. I got it. Hey, there you go. There you go. I did read about the Valzat thing. Yeah. Um, I read that online, and I kind of just forgot about it. And then you posted it. I had to get angry again because oh, dang. I like we don't need a black Superman. We don't. Nobody. I don't. I know the story exists, and I know you can do something cool with it. Great, but can we get like, all right, Rinaldi? We were talking about Spider Man. I mean, that's that's going to be today's review. Is Spider Man? Spider Man is such a unique hero that DC took a very long time to figure out what they wanted to do on their end as a response to that. Yeah, eventually it was Teen Titans. Right, Static Shock is unique enough. To capitalize on something like that. Yes. You have the heroes. Black children. Black people. Hmm. And I'm not trying to speak on behalf of black people. But I will just say. <laughs> I will just say as someone who understands the culture. Uh, 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 Static Shock is a no brainer. Yeah. Because the thing about. Because I know Titans came out. And it got good reviews. People liked it. But I don't think it moved the needle. I don't think it like. I don't think people dropped what they were doing to watch Titans. Uh, it, it, I don't think it was on that level. And I think I think what Static is, he's this symbol that's very visible. Like a young black kid making this decision to be a hero, not just for moral reasons, but to uplift a, a community of other black people. Mm-hmm. That will resonate, especially in you know this time that we're living in. That will resonate with people because mm-hmm. it's one kid standing up and and being a voice and using his powers to be that voice. Mm-hmm. The problem with Titans is you have all these different characters and yeah, and it's just it gets it gets a little muddy. It's it's nice to have okay, this one person is going to do this, and we can look to him like as an inspiration. Especially right. with little kids. Right. You see that little lightning bolt with the circle? Boom. 
At least you watched the um the Black Lightning TV show, right? Hey. How was that? Uh, um <laughs> I think I think you said everything we need to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. It's an acquired taste. Okay. Um I I'm around like the beginning ish of season two. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I liked season one better. Okay. And um uh, but it I mean y'all already know how I feel about that theme song. Okay, just, the theme song, yep. Ooh, that man. already kind of takes me Garbage. out. Um it's good. It does have a lot of that um you remember how it was on episode six of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, how Sam did his speech in oh, front of like kind of, of explain. So it's they don't do speeches, but it's like you can it's like it's trying to educate. Very, you. Yeah, very heavy like, on the it, social yeah, justice. That yes. tone, yeah, it has that kind of tone. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah, that's not good. So yeah, yeah the it, it, but but season one's not too bad. I actually liked it. Season two is starting a little slow for me. Yeah, honestly, I'm just around for uh, Tobias Whale and his um hmm. his uh <laughs> his disses against black people. They're gold. Like Dang. whoever's <laughs> writing those. Dang, makes sense. Yeah, he's yeah. he's Whale hilarious. Is, um, he is originally um, based off like white executives that would exploit black culture for money. So yeah, so makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. black paint, black lightning is from the seventies. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. What what I don't understand though, and this is really why I asked you, kind of, what's your? Because I haven't seen the show. Also, Tobias mm-hmm. Whale is a discount kingpin. I'll admit it. Yeah, he As, is. Okay. He's supposed yeah. like yeah, DC but he's a, like saw yeah. kingpin. They were like, oh, we gotta have our own kingpin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do Tobias Whale. We couldn't do yeah. queenpin. So he's a <laughs> so, so he's an albino uh, that hates. Oh black wow! And his yeah. his you know, yeah his remarks are so yeah. Funny. What I don't understand though. <laughs> Is you know because you watched it. I've never seen Black Lightning, uh, the TV show. Yeah. Uh, but how did we get that before we get Static Shock? I I don't understand how we skip past Static Shock and we find all these other hidden heroes who are like I feel like some some well, of them I feel like I feel like hiding on purpose because Static Shock is like he's hiding not, here. He's not hidden in this. Uh, like I get he's hidden in terms of not being popular. I'll uh, sure right. sure. But this is someone that Batman. Literally said to his face, "Yo, I trust you with my life." Yeah. Uh huh. Batman doesn't say that to everybody. He said this to Black Lightning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Black Knight Lightning was supposed to be in the Static cartoon. Uh huh. As a mentor, he was supposed to be a mentor, uh, uh, like a like a superhero father figure to Static. Right. The only reason he wasn't in the cartoon was because of legal mumbo jumbo. But. But I do think there should be a static. I, I'm with you. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah. Just don't you don't got this black lightning to, to make that. No, point. no, no. I'm I like not, I like I'm black not lightning. dissing. Um, it's not a diss. I'm not saying that black lightning doesn't have a place in all of this stuff. I'm just wondering how Static Shock got skipped over. I say ignored. Yeah, like he, completely, yeah. like nothing. Yeah, that that makes sense. And like they're they're parading around black lightning, even though. Within the comics and even in, in the cartoon, he was supposed to be a mentor yeah. to Static. Right. And Static is the one that all the little kids would like gravitate to. Right. But not- see, the thing is, is though, like, you don't have, when you're doing TV shows, movies, or whatever, I mean, you've seen Marvel do this. We've seen DC, but we've seen Marvel do this especially. You don't have to stick solely on comic and source material for every single little bit of thing. If you're doing, say, Black Lightning on, you know, mm-hmm. TV or movies, 
he doesn't have to be the mentor of no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I want both. I don't like picking and choosing. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I got think you. everybody should. I don't think it should be like crabs in the bucket. Like, oh, let's. And I'm sorry if I ever, uh, if I tore down a character or uh, unknowingly wasn't my intention, I will say everyone's got to wait their turn. And I feel like Static Shock has been waiting like a long time. He's been waiting for his turn and it makes no sense. So speaking of Static Shock, one thing that I um, uh, found out, so in the comics, the recent comics, mm-hmm. uh, they brought Static Shock back. Yep. They, they started bringing back those comic books. And a lot of people are upset mm. at the story. I don't know if you guys heard about this. A uh, little window into DC friends that, you know, um, <laughs> you know, may, we'll see if that's a, an offshoot uh, in the uh, the Friends Network later down the line. But oh, there we go. Um, the Static Shock comic book, the 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 origin story basically takes place at a Black Lives Matter protest, and a lot of people were upset at that because they thought it was like too heavy on the political social injustice angle and is way too relevant. And it was another one of those like I don't I I don't want my politics in comic books. Hmm. Whereas like even the Static Shock that you know from way back, we know he's he's. From a rough neighborhood, has a yes. rough upbringing. Everything about the character has a lot to do with social injustice and and living in that environment. So why not do it this way? I who, like. Is this a group of people, or is there someone? There's is a, there a name to this? A name to what? This criticism, or is it there's just not a group there's of not people? one name. This there are people, uh, as in people are split with the release of this comic. But mm. did they read the original Static Shock comic or well, watch the cartoon? Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, they, they probably didn't read it, man. They probably didn't. The whole point of it was to use a superhero to address issues within the black community. Like, Because here's the thing. I get it. There are corporate interests that are using black issues to make money. Yeah. And I get that there are people who are sick of it. But... That doesn't take away the fact that there are problems that are affecting real people. Like right. just because like it's like if like I don't know, it's like if I did a prank channel, right? Sure. And I took advantage of Elise's fear of of I don't know, flies. Like let's just say Elise is afraid of Elise house is, flies. This is your fear of flies. And oh, I no. capture a bunch it's of a fly flies. Oh and, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, and I release them. I just release them at Elise's face, oh, and no. she freaks out. What's your villain and name? I, oh what's your what's your? It's a prank channel. What's your prank channel name? Um, like Nald Money Pranks. I don't know. Okay, Nald Money Pranks. Okay, Nald Money Prankster. Prankster okay. Money. I'm right. Prankster Money. Prankster Money. All right. So I'm Prankster Money, and I'm Nald doing pranksters. these pranks with Elise, and 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 I'm use I'm exploiting her for money. Oh, you know. No. <laughs> And oh, people are flies. sick of it. They're like, yo, they're, he's just taking I advantage of her for money. <laughs> and now, you know, That's your a politician, <laughs> whatever politician, it could be, you get blind. <laughs> it could be Trump or it so could be Biden. Sure. They're like, they pick a side. Let's uh-huh. say Biden's like, oh, Rinaldi is terrible for doing this. And uh-huh. then Trump is like, Rinaldi's awesome for doing this. Uh-huh. Now it's political. Yeah. Now it's political. Now, with that, all of that I laid out, does that take away the fact that Elise is still afraid of houseflies? No. She's still afraid of houseflies. Yes, still I took afraid, advantage of terrified. it and made it oh political, but she's still afraid of it. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. So, yes, there are people who took 
all these issues that black people are going through and they're and that now it's super political and now people are tired of it. Uh-huh. But there's still real issues that ruin people's lives. Like uh-huh. just because it's political doesn't doesn't mean like get what I get what I'm saying? I um uh sure. Yeah, like like there, <laughs> I got you, bro. There are I got people you. I got you. Affected by housing discrepancies. Got it. Educate like black kids can't get scholarships and you know certain black people with like with con- like criminal records can't get jobs like there's real stuff going on just uh-huh. because people make a political like marvel or dc make a political doesn't mean you can't write a story about it i don't know yeah i'm, I'm on mm-hmm. a soapbox now i'm sorry yes no, yes no, <laughs> yeah and poor elise now she can't see because you threw flies at her <laughs> there's no we haven't we haven't uh just a swarm of flies we haven't figured out the cure Nah, uh, I'm, I, I, in this example, I was a, yeah. a jerk. Speaking of being attacked by <laughs> bugs, shall we get started? Yes. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry. I'm over here trying to think of what is the most creative Segway. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends Podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. It really helps spread the word about your favorite podcast friends. It's free, just takes five seconds, and... You might even hear your review on our next episode. My name is Rob, and with me, I brought a few of my friends. I am Scissorbone, uh, Sawbone's uh, wrestling partner. Okay, okay my real name. Oh, uh, there it is. All right. <laughs> my real name is Ronaldo. We were going to note that out. All right. <laughs> I was like, when's my cue? Uh, Elise. <laughs> and I'm Fergie. Today, we are going to talk about the 2002 Spider-Man by Sam Raimi. Starring Tobey Maguire. So Peter Parker is a teenage boy who's trying to get Mary Jane to like him, but fails. And in the process, gets bit by a spider um, and causes him to have conflict with his uncle. When his uncle dies, in honor of his death, Peter Parker decides to become a superhero named Spider-Man so he can use his powers with great responsibility. In the process, he encounters a supervillain known as the Green Goblin, and it's his biggest challenge yet, not just because of Green Goblin's powers, but also the fact that he is secretly his best friend's dad. Will Peter Parker be able to overcome this challenge and be the hero he was meant to be? A story of a 30-year-old high schooler on a field trip to Johnson & Johnson gets bit by a COVID vaccine, and now we see this man living his best life. Uh, we got a chance to watch. <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> he, he got a field trip to Pfizer. Also, how did we skip past oh the fact gosh. that they're all 30 years old on a school bus? Um, <laughs> also, uh, you know you know his name is Bonesaw, right? Not Sawbone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bonesaw! Love that, man. So we, we got a chance to watch uh, Spider-Man uh, starring Tobey Maguire, uh, directed by Sam Raimi. This is uh, the legendary movie. Everybody harkens back to this anytime uh spider-man needs comparing um and so before we get into what we thought i wanted to turn it to you guys and see what are people saying online about this movie you know i always like to find something saucy Mm, so i found a critic review on rotten tomatoes and This short sentence uh by philip kerr from uh new statesman says to me, the only Marvel 
about this Marvel Comics cinema hero is that Americans should be going to see him in such large numbers. Wow. So okay. he well, does not like this. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, I very short. a review, five-star review from Yusef P. And this person writes, with great power comes great responsibility. These words spoken be Peter Parker, Uncle Ben, Cliffs Robertson during their last conversation and which have Spider-Man's motto also perfectly represents the challenge director Sam Raimi was facing when asked to bring one of America's most loved superheroes to the screen. You can relax, fellas. Raimi's movie is definitely worth a look, loosely based on the origin story and the Stan Lee slash John Romita Sr. run its fascinating mixture of spectacular action and powerful drama. I enjoy this movie on its own. It's a very good superhero flick. Alongside the sequel, it's an absolute masterpiece. Overall, a really great comic book adaptation, a perfect classic epic superhero film. Speaking of different opinions, or maybe we have the same thing, uh, what did we think about this movie? Uh, we can start with our greatest conversation starter, uh, letter grades. And so letter uh, grades. there it is. What would you guys grade this movie? We're back in elementary school, and you got your paperback, uh, and it's in uh, there's a one red letter. What's the letter you yeah. would give this movie? I also did not get letter grades in elementary school. <laughs> Wait, what'd you get? It was like numbers, wasn't it? (laughs) Three. Numbers? (laughs) Yeah. Also, I'm losing my voice, but if you hear another man on this podcast, that is me, Fergie. Wait, really? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, Yeah, what'd you guys grade this movie? Mm, I'm going to go ahead and grade this a C+. Um. Yeah, I was going back and forth between a B minus or a C plus, but I think I ultimately decided on a C plus because, yeah, there was just some parts that were a little corny and yeah. comicky, and then at some point there was a pacing issue. So the thing is that I, I really like the storytelling. So mm-hmm. like the first half, like even though there's not much action or whatever, uh, you know, happening and it's him just kind of exploring his powers and everything. Like there's just something really strong about the storytelling to me mm-hmm. in that first half. And then at some point it's like, okay, how many times are we going to save Mary Jane? Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the areas looking the same in mm-hmm. some of the scenes. So then it was just like, okay, now it's going kind of slow. It's like, I need to, you, it, it's time for you to show me the showdown. Yeah. It like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get why we're, why we're prolonging it. Got you. So, okay. um, so you say a C. C plus. C plus. Okay. Yes. C plus. Awesome. Anybody else? What would you grade this movie? I mean, I'll go. I, I wrote a list. Oh. For this part. But, um, oh my gosh. In this movie, we get our indie queen, Kristen Dunst, <laughs> right? A young James Franco, a young Joe Manganiello, right? J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons, Elizabeth Banks before she's famous, right? Octavia Spencer. Wait, who, did, who she's did they play? Random people. Uh, Elizabeth 
Banks played the uh, secretary. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Betty Brant. Yes. Y'all realize oh, that was Betty yeah. Brant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Octavia Spencer. I don't know who she played. I don't. I don't read the comic books. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you need a person. Um, Willem Dafoe, and we get his cackle. <laughs> we get Tobey Maguire, which I'm neither here nor there for. Um, I don't care about comic book accuracy. I never read the Spider-Man comics. <laughs> the CGI mm-hmm. is trash. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the fighting is like, eh. But for 2002, I can't complain too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, for the nostalgia factor... For the memeability of this movie, <laughs> for the yep. iconicness of that Spider-Man kiss, this movie is a classic, and so I'm giving it a B plus. Ooh, wow, nice. There you go. Great list. Yep. I like how you walked us through that and uh, blew to. us away with uh, that B plus. How about you, Rinaldi? What would you grade this movie? Um, great review comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> So, you are responsible of that. I think, um, yeah, everything Elise said is what I was thinking, uh-huh. um, but I'm going to give it um, uh, a C. Okay. Yeah, not not a C plus, but a, a C, <laughs> a, a flat C, because I think the corny parts, I don't know, I was just, they were really corny, like to the point where I, I wanted to stop watching. Um, okay. And... I don't know. The movie kind of just it kind of just drags towards after the um I think it was after like where he decides to be evil um Norman Osborn. Uh-huh. From there to the final fight, it felt like just a bunch of random scenes kind of thrown together. Uh-huh. Mm. Um yeah, the only scene that was important was the dinner, the Thanksgiving scene. That mm-hmm. was about it. Mm-hmm. Everything else was kind of where pointless. he sharpens his knives. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. That was basically it for me. And okay. um, I don't know. Like this movie just doesn't age well. I remember watching this. Um, I was in middle school when this movie was released in the movie theaters, mm-hmm. and I thought it was amazing. But you know, watching it now, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult, it just yeah, just doesn't 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 feel the same. So yeah, mm-hmm. give it a C. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. All right. We're getting some uh, different reviews. All right. So check this out, right? So I, let's see. Um, I don't even know where to start because I'm listening to what you guys are saying. And I, I agree with most of what you guys are sharing about the issues with this movie and as well as the things that you like. Like a lot of the big stars that we know of today, mm-hmm. many of them come from this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to even get an independent actor to play this movie, I think Fergie, you asked the question like, did she think that this movie was not going to be successful? Is that why? Yeah, because she... Kristen Dunst typically only plays in indie movies, right. but they yeah, sometimes become cult classics. So it's also like, okay, is it just a really popular movie, or was it supposed to be like this indie film? Right. I thought she wanted because I remember reading she wanted to be she wanted to do something fun and maybe, maybe. that's what I read. Right. So, so um, here's my my thing with this movie is that, yeah, there were some corny parts and there was some parts that dragged. What I enjoyed were a couple of things. One, the storytelling. Uh, there was something very simple, easy to follow, 
and compelling enough to follow along. Uh, that you're not bored with the storytelling. It's a very mm-hmm. easy story, even though you have a plot and a subplot going on. It's all easily told to you, and you can follow along. That's one part I like. Another part I like is that this movie is clearly for both adults and children. Mm-hmm. Um, when you watch a Marvel movie these days, it seems like it's either for one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a movie like Ragnarok, it's clearly for kids. Like, I, I can't Ragnarok. think of... Ragnarok. Uh-huh. Uh, Even though, I like, a bunch of people died. Right. But, <laughs> but like, the jokes and the color yeah. and the, all of that, that's clearly for the kids. That's so weird that five main or supporting characters were brutally murdered. And it's... I get what you're saying. I right. just thought it was weird. Sure. But I'm talking <laughs> about with the attempt and the approach. The there's no way. There's no way yeah. that a movie like that was intended for adults with a joke. Like, whatever. Anyways. So no, 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 what I'm getting what at, saying. I what I'm getting saying. at, what I'm getting at, is that this movie is clearly uh, intended for children and adults, and that till this day, uh, you know, both can look back on this and remember very specific scenes. This movie's quotable. Yes. Uh, yeah. This movie <laughs> is uh, memeable, <laughs> as as Fergie said. And anytime now, a new Spider-Man movie comes out or a new Spider-Man comes out, yep. this is the actor they compare him to. And and so for me, this this communicates epicness. Um and so and then you have nostalgia. So uh to to wind down my rant, um I'm going to give this movie an A. An A. An A. Yes. You know what, Rob, you convinced me I'm also gonna give it an A. Yep. Wow, there it is. Yeah. Whoa. An A? I yes. Think, I'm yeah. I think yes. I'm willing to boost it to B minus. What? But boost? A. What? But what? I'm also but keeping I'm not in gonna... mind the other movies that we still have to watch. And so I think this is probably up there for me. This is this is lighthearted. Yeah. Th- this has heart. And there's another thing I'm gonna mention later on, but there are moments where they make you feel the moments. Mm-hmm. Um on not purpose. For, not for me. Well, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what I mean by that. Um I but also wanna say we some semi recently just came off of Venom. If Venom was shot during this time. I think I would feel differently about the movie because it's very similar to this. Mm-hmm. Although um, Spider-Man is a way better film, but there's that cheesy campiness that I don't really care for. But because this is an older movie and it has a nostalgia factor, that's why I feel like this is a better overall movie. Even though I see all the flaws that you guys are talking. Yeah, about. I find that che- I find the campiness. But Venom, but Venom should never have had that campiness because he's, he's Venom. <laughs> sure, but it did. He was just acting right, out of character. But it, but it did, and that's what Fergie's <laughs> referring to. Because Sony was trying to get the kids. Sony wanted to make a Spider-Man. They movie. wanted the kids in the theater to watch Venom. That's why they did. It had nothing to do with the at least with this. It's like yo, we're trying to bring something out of this character that people will connect to uh-huh with spider-man right so I, i'll give it that much sure they're trying to make you connect with peter okay so um rinaldi you said something about um when you were talking about your letter grade uh there were things about it that you found um you didn't use this word but i guess cringy or it was too campy cringy yeah uh, give campy. me an example what were the, what were the parts that you found cringy <sighs> Man, it's it's tough because they're just these little moments that they take you out of scenes. Like they they pull you like you're in the movie and you're connected to the movie and then they just like give me an example. 
I can't. It's hard to think. He's like the whole movie. (laughs) No, because it's like there's a scene and then someone will just say something weird and silly. Okay. Or do something weird. Like when Norman Osborn's like with the knives, it's like all the tension is gone. Yep. Because before that, there's this tension. And even the corny joke he told of like, oh, yeah, work was murder. It was like, which you one still you yes. still tense because it's like oh but he's he's psych he's psychopath right so yeah he would make that joke uh-huh. so you and they're trying to you know where's Peter where is he and oh snap he almost got caught by them but he was able to hide and then he was able to sneak around mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he goes zing zing and you're like ah oh, I don't I don't all the tension's gone I don't feel right. nervous so do you he think could, Peter could be caught as Spider Man that moment I wouldn't care sure okay. So, do you think that they were trying to be funny with that scene? Well, with that moment, rather? With that moment? With the knives? Yes. Yeah, but it was unnecessary because he already made that joke earlier of work was murder. And he was kind of acting weird, which uh-huh. was funny, but scary. It was I like see. that. Yeah, I don't want to keep, I don't want to bring up movie comparisons. I, I know there were moments like that in Breaking Bad. Okay. Like where, like, Walter's brother-in-law was, you know, he's a jokester. Mm-hmm. So he make these jokes. Like there was one time where Walter was like, Can you help me with this bag? And then the brother-in-law is like, Man, this is heavy. What do you got? Like a bunch of guns or drugs in here? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, seriously. Like tongue in cheek. What do you have in there? Yeah. He's like, All right, I got like half a million dollars. So it's like the it's like, it's like the writers like winking at you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but that when they do it in, when they did it in that show, even though it was tongue in cheek, you're still nervous. Like, yeah. Oh, he could get caught. Uh-huh. And I think in this whole Thanksgiving dinner scene, it was it just didn't work for me. It just Okay. Something didn't connect. Okay. Okay. So there were parts like that moments where it kind of took you out. Yeah, um, where the scene where he runs into her at the diner the first time cuz that's another thing this movie has. They run into each other. Well, you know why that si- is, though. Have a similar conversation that they already had. You you know he's stalking her, though, right? <laughs> yeah, but as an audience, I can you have a different type of conversation? Can you like? Yeah. Why has it always got to be like, hey, MJ, I know you're special. I don't feel special because I'm broke. Well, you're still special. Like it's like we get it anyway. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. So at the diner scene, he, you know, they run into each other, and then the boss is like, hey, there's $6 missing from the register. <laughs> Pulled me right out of the scene. It, like, why? Well, you know why that, you know that, why that was important for that, right? Yeah, because he needs, that's when he'll find, he finds out that she's a waitress. Right. Right. I don't know. They could have did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I see why, you know. So here's, the, I think everything you're feeling is the reason why I refuse to watch Space Jam. With LeBron James, because I know it wasn't made for me. Exactly, it's not made for a thirty-year-old. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> no, it's just not, sir. And I don't um, like LeBron James, so that's another right. reason. Right. There's two reasons. <laughs> right. Um, and so yeah, and so I feel like parts like that are meant to communicate to young children, to communicate the scene. Yeah. Um, but I get you. I get you. There are parts where it's like, oh man, but like humans don't do that. Like I got you. I got you, bro. Yeah, I I fully embrace the cheesiness because I think for a 2002 superhero film, that's kind of what I expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so I can look past it. Um um I guess I get why you guys um give it high grades. Mm-hmm. Um Robert and Fergie. Now nah, it makes sense. Like 
this is 2002, so you have to have that in your mind when you watch. Yeah. Something so must have happened when I turned 32. Everybody's calling me Robert now. You're a Robert. How did that happen? I mean, I do that in general. Like, I never I, hear you call I, me Robert. I say it as a joke. No. See? <laughs> well, when I'm, when I'm trying to like compose I want to become my... Bob when I'm 60. <laughs> it's not oh, you. It's just, it's just a thing I do when I try to compose myself. Got you, got you. Not, okay. Because I know with these types, with any superhero movie, I can go off the rails real uh-huh. fast. Yeah. Um, Plot device. <laughs> I don't know. Have other people done, have other people done that to you? That was good. Rob? That was good. Uh, call me Robert. Yeah. Um, like recently. Uh, I only think one other person, but I joke right back at him and give him his full government name. Oh, that's um, funny. The only other people that call me Robert were these old white people at my old job. Um, and you can tell they like, they live in some, like, I don't know, a very rich part of Massachusetts. I see. Yeah. Or they, they either call me Robert or Bob. And both times I don't respond on purpose. Makes Cause sense. I'm like, they, you never call me that. Call me Rob. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. mom's the only one who calls you Robert seriously. Right. I've never heard her say Rob. I'm not going to turn to my mom. It's like, don't call me Robert. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, not gonna, gave me. that's not, that's not going to work. Right. Right. Um, right. right. <laughs> Let me ask this. Um, what did we think about Kirsten Dunst? Uh, miscast, but I mean, I've watched the cartoon and read the comics, so. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she was being honest when she said, hey, I want to do something fun. I want to do something loose because I, I do a lot of serious roles. Or maybe she did it for the money, or maybe. She did it because she was attracted to one of the cast members. I don't what? Know. I'm, I'm just throwing whatever. You sure, she wasn't attracted to James uh, Franco. That's what I'm wondering. But, like, did uh, they have something going on? I was gonna say though, what about this role for her? It would be fun. There's nothing about this. I, well, I think I think me. what she's talking about is it's a superhero film. She gets to kiss a guy upside. Yeah, down. it's a superhero film. It's at, it's not these like indie drama films. And again, I'm going off of what she said. I'm not. I don't know if it's, if she was being honest when she said that. I don't know because I know a lot of people asked her this mm-hmm. because this is not what she usually does. Right. So, but she said, "Hey, I wanted to do something different, something lighthearted, not serious." And we're watching a wrestling match, so I yeah. I think this is pretty far from like the Sundance Film Festival. <laughs> but um uh, to answer your question directly yeah i think it was a miscast i think they should have casted someone else to play Kristen dunce mm-hmm. i don't feel who like she cast? was mary jane who would you yeah who would you cast in 2002 <sighs> oh my gosh i don't know i'm terrible at this because i always just cast the people that i know the same handful of people <laughs> but i would go with rosario dawson i would do a race lift in 2002 yeah, what? especially since back then she wasn't well known. So, Who Rosario Dawson? Yeah, she wasn't, and not in two thousand two. How old would she be though? Dang, all right. She'd probably be twenty one or something like that. She's not. Yeah, I look her up. I look up her age. I think who I would cast. I I think she'd be good because she had good chemistry with Daredevil. Right. So you think so? You have all good you gotta do chemistry with Peter in this movie better than Kristen does. Let me ask this. You know, with Marvel and the MCU and everything happening now, they've done a lot of uh, retconning. MCU has done a lot of retconning, character changes, all of that with characters to fit a certain narrative. 
in 2002, do you think that's a little early for that? Well, I, it would just be, hey, who is the, is the best candidate to have chemistry with the lead? Like, And I think Rosario Dawson is, in my mind, is the best candidate to play off of a lead in a superhero film. Yeah. You know, I don't think you're wrong. I will say I don't I didn't feel it with Chris and Dunst. Right. So I will say though, um, there's more boxes she needs to check other than What about Maggie Gen- Gyllenhaal? Hmm. She's two thousand two. Uh, she, she redhead. Yeah. yeah, that I could see it. I, I could know. see it because because like, that's what I'm trying to get. Looks at. like her brother. But oh my gosh! Think, no, no, think, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think the issue with Maggie no. Gyllenhaal. She was recasted with Batman. <laughs> yeah, she was the Rachel recast. Yeah, I think the problem with her is it's the same as Kristen Dunst. She's in like all these serious movies. I don't know if she could fit, but she's talented though. Yeah. She she has the talent to do it, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I would give her a chance. So I guess what I'm getting at is the whole redhead thing. That might be too early to retcon that in a movie like this in 2002. I agree with you. Because, oh, because, I see. Because people are coming off of the Spider-Man cartoon. When they're watching a movie like this, that's what they have in mind. So when they see Mary Jane Watson, they're looking for a redhead, a redheaded white girl. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. No, I get that. I get that. I just, you know, if I'm just giving you my answer on who... Just who I think would be the best, the best, um, give the best performance. So yeah. does she have the red hair or no? It would look weird if Rosario <laughs> Dawson had red hair. It would just look forced. No, yeah. it would just be, like, my answer is just purely on who's the best performance. Now, mm-hmm. if you're talking about marketing and oh. then, yeah, you have to go with someone else. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know about performance, but the first person who came to mind was Mandy Moore. Yes. Oh wow. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Let's talk about someone who was casted perfectly. Uh my man Randy Savage makes a <laughs> makes an appearance in this movie. As Bonesaw. Bonesaw. <laughs> um You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> 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 he got took out pretty easily. Uh, like really like right there. You see that? it's, it's Spider Man though. I know, but this is also Bonesaw. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't even Spider-Man didn't do anything crazy. Nah. He just like he basically pushed him with his feet into a rubber cage mm. and plotted to the ground. But he has the match super before strength, that, right? Exactly. Like Spider-Man, he's Spider-Man got super strength. That, could that, take out normal looks, humans with he, he no can. effort. You're right. You're right. But he pushed him. That's all he did was push him with his feet I see. into the rubber cage. And then he was just knocked out cold. He needed a stretcher. I think you bought into the hype, bro. I, I, no, I didn't think Bonesaw I'm looking for consistency. Do, I didn't think Bonesaw was gonna do nothing. I thought, I thought he was all he was all smoke, no fire, bro. Oh I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. My man, I, my man. Was, I would uh, not pay for that show. I would, I would have tried to get going for free. Yo, my man yeah. also tried to like hustle Peter out of his money too, because Spider Man worked hard for that. Yeah, give Spider Man the three thousand dollars. Yeah. Because he, he pinned cheap, him in two minutes. The cheapskate. Hmm. I think that was one of the strong points of this movie. Just like the guy who robbed him ended mm-hmm. up killing Uncle Ben. I was like, yo, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. When I, when I, you know what's crazy? I like how you said that. When I was younger, I was like, what? Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. But now looking at it as an adult, it happened so fast. And you just see it coming from afar. But yeah, I remember seeing this in the theater. I was like, Oh, he should have stopped him. It's great storytelling. <laughs> it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was very good. It is. 
I don't see much of Uncle Ben, and I'm connected to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy how that yeah. works. Because you make the most of the scenes that he's in. Right. That's what you do. Every scene that he's in has an impact. He's the only Uncle Ben I recognize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta yeah. put his. Rob said that earlier today while we were watching the movie, and I'm like, not even the rice guy. And I was like, no, not even the rice guy. <laughs> not even. You gotta put un- this Uncle Ben, Spider Man's uncle, on the rice. His face <laughs> on Uncle Ben's rice. It's only like it's a missed marketing opportunity. What yeah. are you doing? Why hasn't the Sony like bought out that company? <laughs> Unc- Watch, uncle- we're gonna get a new Uncle Ben on the face of rice before we get that new Spider Man trailer. <laughs> oh my! You know what? Oh my goodness! Oh, you mean Spider Man No Way Home? Yeah, no Way Home. Yeah, we still have not been. gotten that trailer. This is Loki. Why we're doing these reviews? By there's, the way, there's a rumor that dang it, what 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 are they? They're waiting for Shang Chi. That somehow Shang Chi is connected. <sighs> You know, but you know what's crazy That's though? The they said the same thing about Loki. Oh yeah, they, they literally said yeah. that. Oh, they might drop the trailer after Loki, and then nothing happened. In nothing Loki. happened. Okay, we're gonna talk about the trailer later on and all that stuff with Spider Man. But um, with this movie, we were talking about Uncle Ben. Um, yeah, Uncle Ben's rice. If you want to sponsor us, um, <laughs> we are, we are more than happy to uh, to welcome any uh, donations, and we will proudly uh, represent you. It's our marvelous friends pod at gmail.com. Or just com. eat your rice. What'd you say? Or just eat your rice. Eat my eat. I'll have their Uncle rice. Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uncle Ben, yeah. Uh, we get J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. The again, another one who I only recognize. This is the only J. Jonah Jameson. Well casted. Very well casted. Mm-hmm. Um it makes sense why the MCU turns to J.K. Simmons for yeah. their J. Jonah Jameson. Because like who's gonna who's gonna outact that? Mm-hmm. Um right. I thought it was beautifully acted. Um I thought for a second I was watching a different movie a little bit because the acting dynamic was very different. Do you guys notice that? Mm. He was very quick responding to everybody, and yeah. in every response, he was quick-witted. Yeah. And so- I That's just, J. I, Jonah Jameson, man. I was just, I was like, yeah, there it is. This, There it is. This yeah. is why MCU uh, grabbed him. But um, yeah, J.K. Simmons killed it. Yeah, it's, it's weird how- um... I you know I, I I don't want to bring this up. You're like, oh Rinaldi, here you go again, ruining our good fun. Here it is. But let's say hypothetically he's sick and he can't be in another movie. Uh huh. You know, do you just throw in the towel and say, all right, we're done with this character? Or do you, I don't know. Do you like, have someone in mind? No, I don't. But I just I don't know. Like, I mean, we had Jack Nicholson play the Joker, and then all, but then and then when people were like, oh Heath Ledger, they were like Heath Ledger. Oh right! But yeah. then he did a great job. So yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 open minded, but but I get why people love J.K. Simmons and they want him to just keep doing this. Like, right. But I don't know. I, I'm open minded. I, I don't say something super random, but it just came up on the screen. This punk girl. Every time I saw her come up on screen, I'm like, why does she look so familiar? That's Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. The one who what? was um yeah. saying, oh, yeah. Why did she? Well, this is 2002, so I guess she could look young. Yeah, when they were asking. <laughs> make... What were you trying to say, Rinaldi? <laughs> no, because she she's in um One Woman. No, no, that's not. No, Lula. that's not. Lula. Oh, no, no, no. no, that's the other lady. Um, she's She was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There we go. You're right. Right. Yep. And she, she looked like middle-aged. <laughs> I mean, she looked great. 
For a middle-aged woman, she looks fantastic. Lucy but Lucy Lawless okay. will always but, look wonderful. Yes. I'm not... No, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> if you had, if you guessed her age in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., you would say 50. In this Spider-Man film, she looked like she she's like one of Peter's like classmates. Hmm. Like, she looked really young. I'm just... I'm still I'm still on the fact that Lucy Lawless was in Yeah, this. when I saw it, I was like, wait, why does she yeah, look like Lucy cameo, Lawless? Yeah, that cameo, I recognized. I was like... Mm. Really? Yeah. You recognized her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, we... In my household, <laughs> we are Xena fans, so we will always find... Can you can you do the... Uh, can you do the screen? I oh, my gosh. I cannot do that very okay. well. You want wow. me to do it right she now? Was, um, 30... I, I put you on the spot. You said you're very hardcore. She, she was Xena 33 fans. when they filmed this. Damn. 33, and she didn't look wow. 33. She My looked queen. like she was 25. Wow. Yo, Zena's... Oh, do, we need a queen, do we need a queen list? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zena, there it is. Zena, <laughs> that's the one Throw list. up there. Throw up there. Um, wow, I did not see that coming. Yeah, wow, that's that awesome. twice. She's, it's funny, because she's in Marvel twice. Yeah, with that she's Agents in, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep, yep, yep. She's yep. there, too. And now, Lucy Lawless. Uh, there's a moment in this movie, it's iconic, uh... Mary Jane Watson, MJ, she she has this talk with Peter. You know, this is like the second time Peter stalks her. And yeah, she walks like, away. This is at night. Uh, she walks away, and he's like all dreamy-eyed and going, oh, wow, there she is walking away. And as she's walking away, there are these two guys standing in the corner going, oh, look, hey, opportunity. And then they follow her. And, you know, he sees this as bad news. She basically gets jumped. Kind of like these, all these guys start like you know prowling around her. So, Spider Man comes in, fights these guys off. He has no mask on, and it's raining out. And this all sets up for the famous Spider Man upside down kiss. And the one point I wanted to make, and I want to get your thoughts on, on maybe the first time you saw this, and you know, does it hold up? Uh, this is th- that kiss was one hundred percent original. Like you don't find that in a comics. Before 2002. Mm -hmm. That was a Sam Raimi decision. Yep. And not only was it so original, but nobody has dared to copy it only because everybody would be like, oh, he's copying Sam Raimi. Yeah. And so it's it's so iconic. But what did you guys think about that? That does it still hold up? What do you think? I think I think the upside down kiss in general is cool. But how it happened and why, <laughs> F minus. That's what I have to say. Still I'm like, grades. corny. <laughs> oh, man. But if it was like. It had to be a conflict. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that. Okay. How can I say this? All right. Um, how can you say it? Because I'm thinking about. All right. So I'm thinking about like Superman, right? When you watch the the animated series and you see Superman save Lois multiple times. And then she start like, they kind of start developing something like, so if it was something like that, where like, I don't know if the upside down kiss should have been in the first movie, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like that, that should have been something like in the second mm-hmm. where she's interacted with him multiple times so that it makes sense that she even has feelings for this mm. who, whoever the spider-man person is right and then that happens so 
that's just my critique on. It. I thought that was a little bit fast. I'm like, you don't know this man. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. you don't know who mm-hmm. he's been he with. He might be sleeping like, in dumpsters. Like, you you don't know this guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he just you don't know him. It's yeah. true. He could be homeless. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, hey, if his breath was fresh, <laughs> I'd go for it. I mean, but oh, Fergie, <laughs> you saved me twice. I mean, hey, I don't got money. I'll give you a kiss. I mean, but 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 maybe but you maybe ain't helping him out. but maybe that's the point. Like this is like imagine if he saves you twice and he like constantly puts out his hat. To that's you. all it takes. <laughs> oh if you gosh. want a kiss, just save me twice. Sorry, Elise. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but maybe that's the point. You know, it's supposed to be like this young love or crush because she's 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 young. Mm. They yeah. like they just graduated from high school, so she's still, mm. you know needs to mature in a lot of ways so like mm-hmm. i don't know if that's what they were going for and why like but i don't really because they are 30 year old high schoolers so we yeah. we definitely <laughs> want to treat them like they're in high school and maybe we're putting 30 year old expectations on them I will because they're 30 <laughs> i will say though i do remember the scene differently i don't remember her almost getting like mugged and assaulted i don't remember any of that but i do remember the kiss and i remember the rain part and when I was a kid, I was like, okay, like that's nice, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, I, f- I kind of feel the same way, but um, I also can recognize that it's iconic. But for me, it's not like, oh man, I wish I could have a kiss like that. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it was a nice moment, but I agree with you, Elise, like how it happened, mm-hmm. the circumstances. Maybe that should have definitely changed or even been in a different movie. I have a question. Because I kind of yeah. thought it was in a different movie. I didn't realize all of this happens in the same movie. Yeah, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo, you actually might know the answer to this. When Sam Raimi and everybody working on this movie, did they anticipate a second movie from this? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think they did, but they did. They did anticipate a second movie, but they didn't know what they were going to do in the second movie. Because I think so, they they wanted to put whatever interesting ideas that they had at the time in this first movie, right? Because they had no clue what yeah. they hadn't really come up with mm-hmm. even the the villain of the second movie yet. Right. Yeah. But the right. way it ends, it almost seems like they were prepping it for feels a second like one. There's I was gonna get like to that. Because like with Harry, yeah. when mm-hmm. he's I was gonna just get to like, that a little bit. Yeah. Um you know, but, but they didn't yeah, they like I said, they 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 knew that it was gonna be successful and they would need to make a second movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what that second movie was gonna be. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. it kind of makes sense that they made the ending kind of vague. Right. It's just Right, they leave it very open. So they leave it very open for interpretation and open enough for if, like, if Sam Raimi doesn't continue it, somebody else can come in and make up their own story. Yeah, there's no post-credit scene where they reveal the villain, and now you have to do that villain. They don't do any of that. Yeah. Um. But what I was gonna say, and this is more to uh, Elisa's point, because I agree with you that the the way the 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 setup Mm -hmm. for it is a little. It's kind of shoehorned. They have this moment, and then ironically, like she just gets like mugged. Like how how many nights a week does she get mugged? You know what I mean? That happens to be the night, and then it happens to rain. I don't know. It's just too many coincidences. And in, I know in like writing, you're allowed like one or two coincidences. Yeah. So you know, there's there's that. But if I'm a if I'm a director, and I have this passion project. And there might be opportunity for the second one, but all my eggs are in this basket. I want to put all my good ideas yeah. in this one. Yeah. And I think that was the only reason why he put it in this one. Exactly. Yep. And I think it works, but I do agree with you with the setup. Like the mm-hmm. setup, it's not memorable. And when you watch it, you're like, oh, really? Yeah. Like that. it's kind of, 
Yeah, you said something interesting, too, because I think if I ever were to make a movie and it ended up like this, I would be happy because, yeah, there's a lot of coincidences and, yeah, it's campy, but it's also iconic. Like, yep. no one, like you said, no one else has done a no kiss one, like no that. No one has done it. Yeah. Um. So it, it works. It was definitely a risk, I think, mm-hmm. but it I think it paid off. You know what else? Uh, I want to talk about another decision they made in this movie that uh, no one's really going to notice it unless somebody brings it up. So in a lot of these movies we get nowadays, everything is epic. Everything is big. Uh, the music is always building. There's always, but I remember, I'll use this as an example. Do you guys remember, of course you do, mm-hmm. um, The Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, she swerved him. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, for those of us listening, we ha- we always watch whatever we're reviewing. We have it on the in the background. And so if so one of us gets sidetracked because of what we're watching, that's it. And uh, so Dark Knight Rises is where Batman fights Bane. And you guys yeah. remember that bridge fight uh, mm-hmm. where Batman and, ba- Batman and Bane, they're underground and they're fighting. Yeah. That whole scene, there's not a single ounce of music in it. Yep. They allow you to feel the moment. Yeah. They don't they don't distract you and try to build it up. No, no, no. They made you feel the moment. There were two specific points in this movie where there's no music during the fighting. Yeah, it's true. And I and that's deliberate. And I'm like, "Wow. I, the fighting isn't the strongest. This I'm not looking at this movie for the choreography and the fighting. Mm-hmm. But those two parts I'm like, they're executing something here. And what the first, was the first one? The oh, first sorry. one, yep. The first one is when he uh, catches the mugger and realizes the mugger is the, the guy who killed his oh, uncle. Yeah. There was no music in that. There was no music That's in that. That's right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. And then the second one is when he's going back and forth uh, fighting Green Goblin in the final scene where he's getting pummeled yeah. by Green that Goblin. That fight was good. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. That was like the <laughs> only good fight in yeah. that movie. In the movie. Both both scenes with a movie like this, you almost expect music all throughout. You okay? Yeah. With this kind of movie, you almost expect movie uh, music all throughout. But in those two scenes, it's like they want you to feel the weight of what's happening in the moment. They don't want you to move on from it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was cool. And as a sound guy, I appreciate those things. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So just a little you know tidbit, the power of silence. Two other things that I want to point out. Uh, early on in this movie, and if you're a child, you're not going to pick up on this, but um, copying Superman. See, oh, see? I didn't yeah. even see. Yeah. That's what that was. For what I was talking Marvel. about earlier. So, so For Rinaldi, can shame. you can you can you explain? Actually, Elise, could you explain what we just watched? Yeah. Why are we referring to Superman? So what's happening at the? Oh, look at that! <laughs> Such bad graphics. All right, we gotta talk that about the CGI. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, bad so, CGI. So what's happening? There's um, what do you call this? This is a concert celebration or whatever, something like that. Uh, Oscorp's going in a new direction, and basically, Green Goblin comes out of nowhere. He starts attacking with his bombs and everything, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and Peter, he has his uh, costume underneath his clothes, <laughs> and he rips open his uh, his shirt, kind of like how mm-hmm. Clark Kent does. I thought I was he... watching a Christopher Reeves movie for a yeah, second. Yeah, so yeah. that was what I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. how they, like, that was a Superman thing. And then, and then they yeah. reference Superman in this movie. Yeah, she's, yeah. Aunt May says, you're not Superman, you Aunt know. Aunt May says it, and then uh, doesn't somebody else say that? 
Someone probably does, I only does, remember but I can't that remember. one. Yeah, I only remember that one. Maybe. But there, there's a possibility. Um, J. Jonah Jameson mentioned Superman. He, he goes, does. what does he think? He's Superman or something like that? Yeah, oh, he does. Yeah, okay, he mentioned okay. Superman. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of uh, heavy Superman reference. I mean, DC um, yeah. does it too. If because you watch you, DC yeah. cartoons, they'll mention like Marvel heroes or make sure. references. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because you guys were referencing similarities with the music, right? Right. Uh, for Batman, and then I think that's what made me talk about that part. Like, oh yeah, another DC reference. The way he ripped open the um, what was it? Was it a blazer? Or what was he? Wearing? No, his what? uh, button up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> for a second, I thought I was, I, I was. We're watching this, and it looks like a Power Ranger fight. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's just like, like, like yeah, yeah the the design for yeah, like so so Spider Man's um, costume looks good overall, but then, but then Green, Green Goblin, Goblin, yeah, he yeah. just looks mm-hmm. so good. He's wearing pajamas with like pad pads. Yeah, but he's he's. It, but it's supposed to be like armor, like Iron Man, though. Yeah, but it's bad. right. But it, it looked like, like it. pajamas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, here's that's another thing terrible. I didn't understand. Why didn't he just like? Why did he have to bring her to the garden? <laughs> why didn't he just like drop her there? Right. Everybody else. The safe. landing was actually pretty good. When uh, yeah, whatever. But yeah. I guess prepare the romantic moments. Right. I, exactly. Nah, yeah. No, nah, I agree with you. When I first saw it, I'm like, why didn't you just drop her where she was? Like she was clearly with somebody. And I don't know. I don't. I don't he's, wouldn't call he's, this romantic. He's, he's I don't trying know. to make some kind of move <laughs> in the garden. He's like, I got you. I, oh, Harry, you gonna make a move? He's also. I'm gonna make He's a also move. like really taking his time, and there's a goblin on the loose. Right now, she has to get down. <laughs> she's right, on the roof. That's a good point. <laughs> she's on the roof. <laughs> um, so, really quick, we're talking about Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. His, uh, my man James Franco, as uh, his son. I see your eyebrows. <laughs> See, we're gonna talk after. They ain't this. got no waves. You don't Alyssa, get it. Are you mad? No, they no. Ain't got okay, no so all right, it's a great thing you brought that up. Right? Norman, Norman, and Harry Osborn—they don't have waves like in the comic they books. They don't. So, so right, check it. Right, so <laughs> you know, um, as I was um, googling to find out where I could watch this movie and stuff, you know how like they'll show you the cast members and like updated photos. And so the picture I saw of James Franco, his it's not waves, but the way his hair is like that little, uh, yeah, the way it's like, like back, it's it's got mm-hmm. like a a it's huge some, wavy sensation going uh-huh. on. <laughs> and then and then I was like, you see, it's close. He could maybe do it. Like they could have modified it. I just I don't know. We're, we want a comic accurate, right? We got yeah. Kristen Dunn says. Uh, as as we have a, we I have mean a, the complete like wave wave like ready for wave check type <laughs> waves might be a little bit weird on him but like yeah. the way his I saw in that picture well you know why could do it. uh this green goblin is wearing a helmet and not a purple do rag I know yeah. that was yeah. or a green one <laughs> what was that or a green do rag or a green do rag either or yeah yeah it's just throwing a do rag real quick I no mean, one would think that you're Norman Osborn. Like you got a do rag on with a mask, <laughs> like you, no one's gonna nope. wonder. The Norman, who's that rich white man? Like no one's gonna <laughs> think that. Um, again, another missed opportunity by putting him in armor. I don't know. Like I mean, it, I mean, he was doing something with aerodynamics. I mean, any scientist out there does a do rag <laughs> help in that scenario? Like the little cap. Like what it's are the do rag brands out there? 
Oh, shoot. I don't know. That's for, that's for y'all. Do-rag. That's for y'all. Company y'all representatives. Know. If you oh listen to gosh. this podcast, email us your company. A, 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 yes. do-rag, a do-rag fit for a king. Email and us. And bonnets. You know what? Yes. Yeah, bonnets. Okay, oh. real quick, real quick. We got to talk about this. Okay. okay. Well, I was going to say real quick, in our closet, I have extra do-rags just in case someone spends the night. And uh, do-rag fit for a king is one of the brands that we See, have. Okay, all right. Do-rag fit for a king. Email us at marvelousfriendspod <laughs> at gmail.com. We will happily yeah, uh, represent you, not just on the podcast, but even if we are not recording with any video, we will still uh, rock do-rags oh. and, uh, and bonnets if you make those. But do-rags, yes, they will. Okay. Nice. I, but you d- were talking a about bonnet plug. All right, <laughs> ladies. So, all right. So. <laughs> this, is our, this is our ad space right our here. Yeah, Advertisement. Yes. I attended blurred con this year and so i bought a bonnet <laughs> from uh coco butter bonnets <laughs> and it is there is so much space in there it even has a what do you call that fergie a the zip the pole the, yeah tie? that's string or whatever to yeah. tighten loosen so yeah <laughs> like so yeah if you want some anime uh themed bonnets and sleep masks and scrunchies headbands bonnets that have christopher christopher jamal evans oh, i need i need to figure out if that That's girl is selling it like yeah. it's it's amazing those. yeah so but yeah cocoa butter bonnets for all you ladies out there that need Marvel's a lot of space at gmail.com yes uh, the the third thing we need to do when, when we get merch is start making bonnets and rags. that's it that's it. His we and gotta, hers. Yo, Magic. all right. Ooh, just let you know, we have... You saying something. Behind the scenes, we do talk about our future uh, endeavors with this podcast. This podcast is growing, and uh, we have some crazy ideas, so stay tuned. I do have just a couple of points before we start uh, coming to a close. Um, I noticed something uh, in this movie that, as a child, you wouldn't notice. Uh, but in the beginning of this movie, or not really at the beginning, but when... Peter and MJ are talking and they say, oh, we should get together, have lunch sometime and blah, blah, blah. I forget who says it first. I think, did Peter say it first? Somebody says, don't tell Harry. Mary, MJ says it. Yeah. MJ says, don't tell Harry. And then Peter says, don't tell Harry. And she says, don't tell Harry. Blah, blah. They walk away. Yeah. Later on in the movie, towards the end, mm-hmm. when Norman Osborn, Green Goblin, gets killed by his own glider, he mm-hmm. tells Peter, don't tell Harry. Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never saw that connection until now. It got me thinking, poor Harry. Nobody is being honest with him about anything. No. Like they assume, he's easy to miss in this. They movie. make us assumptions about him because he's the son of a rich, powerful man. Yeah. That's the problem. Because MJ didn't want to be honest with Harry because yeah. she felt like Harry would look down on her because mm-hmm. she's broke. Right. And then Peter's not being honest with Harry because he feels like because he's Spider-Man, Harry wouldn't understand what it's like to be Spider-Man. It's like they're just making all these assumptions for him. And it, and it, and it, and, I, and, it, and then that and that's why like you have good setup for Harry to mm-hmm. potentially become a villain in his own right because he has a just reason in his mind for being to make that that decision, that leap. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to Loki, you know, because Loki mm-hmm. had his own justification because his family was not honest about his heritage. You know, they lied to him about it. So right. it's, it's kind of similar to that. Right. Right. Yeah. I Watching this movie, 
I forget about Harry so much that I have to ask my ask myself like, dang, like why did I forget about Harry? He's always on the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, we we see him almost almost as much as we see Peter. Yep. So why yeah. do I forget about him? Because and Peter forgets about him. Right. Peter forgets about him. His dad has that's been neglecting point. him towards the end. And I think if and that's MJ not on purpose. Up, MJ broke up with him badly. Exactly. Yeah. They needed to break up because it was clear they weren't a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say going back to Rob's point um, about were they planning on making a second movie. I think what you just mentioned sets it up for a second or a third movie because Harry's so neglected. Because um, I didn't really pick up on that before. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a great, interesting point. I I honestly yeah, think, I think MJ should have handled that better. I there's a couple of things that they do actually. Uh, you know, re- repetitive. It's like poetry. What does uh, George Lucas say? It's like poetry. Story storytelling is like poetry. It rhymes. It rhymes. Yep. Um, and so. I think if uh, if that whole thing, not just the the two phrases or the one phrase back to back, but also us forgetting, if that was done on purpose, then the writing on that is genius. Um, it's a, it's yeah, a I think different it, level. I think it was. Done it's on a purpose. different level. I think that was intentional. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of of Harry being, um, you know, he he goes through a bad breakup. Um, his father dies at the hands of Spider Man through that battle. Now we're at the end of this movie, right? And so there, you know, Harry's mourning his father. He says, "I'm going to get Spider Man. Spider Man needs to needs to die." And then Peter and MJ have a moment, and MJ starts pouring out her heart. Now this is after the final fight. She almost died. Yada yada. If you have not seen this movie, again, why are you Yikes. listening to this podcast? Why now? Yeah, seriously. Nineteen years. Nineteen years, and you're like, wait, this movie exists. I only wait know Tom. I only know Tom Holland. Right. <laughs> oh, by the way, Jack dies in Titanic. Oh, right. Oh, by the way, you spoiled oh, Titanic. How could you? How? Oh, wow. and by the way, Mufasa dies. Right. That's it. I'm unsubscribed from this podcast. Never again. <laughs> um, but so so MJ uh, starts starts opening up to Peter, telling Peter when I was on when I was at that bridge and I almost died, and you know all these thoughts flooded to my head, and I can only think of one person. And it's not the person I expected. Yada yada. It's you. You're the person I thought of. And then she then she just jumps out and says, "I love you, Peter." And then she goes in for the kiss. I forgot that this happens until I saw the scene play out and, you know, uh, Tommy McGuire is doing the, the, the narration. And he said, nah. <laughs> he said, he said, MJ, I'm always going to be here for you. I'm always going to take care of you. You know, the, everything that's happened has shown me that, you know, you're always going to be a very good friend. To me. He gave her the <laughs> ultimate friend, friend zone. zone. <laughs> it was amazing.
amazing. She did not I see it coming. It. it was amazing. He's not a I, simp. It's right. He's like, no, I, I <laughs> gave you hints. I tried to tell you, but he's also like, I'm Spider-Man. And so yeah, Peter and, Parker was like, I am not Drake. And even though I look like Drake on the, the cover of the comeback yo, season his project, background when he was walking away, it did look like the background of comeback season. It, did. Go <laughs> it did. It looked like a Drake album. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, I am proud of you, man. What? Yep. That's a character arc. Applause. That is a character. I arc can right see there. that scene. It was All like, right. I that see why you have the A. a. B. I'm still I'm still that scene was great, but I'm still at a C. Oh, I'm man. not budging. But he said that no, was a great you scene. are not Rosario Dawson. Oh you my got, gosh. That would be <laughs> terrible. That would be that I'm would not be great. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> Wait, but, what? Yeah, yeah. No, it would not be casting, bro. There's no chemistry between those two. There no. No, they would Wait, was y'all disrespecting I'm sorry. No, I'm Rosario Dawson, actress. Amazing. But with him, no, I don't. With Tobey Maguire, she, dude, she, no. I'm hey, telling you, no. It's Mandy Moore. Yes, absolutely, 100. Yeah. percent because they I'll fit up better. On it, yes. Yeah. All right, I get yeah. it. Yes. I get it. I'm sorry. I had to. Let me get off my my <laughs> soapbox. All right. <laughs> and then let me, Mandy. Okay, I get it. I, I, I know I you got. I know you got lots of love for MJ, Rosario. Look, yeah. MJ. I mean, said, she was my middle school crush. I can like, see that. In 2004, oh, okay. So there it is. There, there it is. But you wish you were Tobey Maguire, and you wish that. As Toby McGuire, you were talking to Rosario I'm not, Dawson. I'm not in middle school anymore. You wish you were and upside down. <laughs> she's a talented actress. Let me put okay, that out there. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Uh, you, uh, I love that scene. So, so I love that scene. MJ said, "Will you marry?" She basically said, "Will you marry me?" And he said, "I will marry you as a friend." That's oh what. She, so that's what she. That's what happened. It, it was that beautiful. Scene. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Uh, and, and on top of that, he walks away smiling. He goes, I got this on lock. He <laughs> knows she's not going anywhere. It was There's no better no better situation to walk away from than that. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. wonderful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wonder what would happen if, uh, if that scene still played out, but in a movie in 2021. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Wait, with the way they tell stories. With the way now? they tell stories. Wait, with the, the swerve, the nah. swerve, the nah. dynamic. Nah. nah, I don't know. Yeah, nah. it's always it's always now we're seeing like the guys being like weak and yeah, and just you never iffy. have two strong characters. Yeah, yeah. It, it it probably would be Peter breaking out into song. He he'd probably sing a Drake song. Yeah. Probably. Like, she loves me, you know, whatever, whatever, and he's singing. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. sing that Drake song, Ronaldi? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Are you about to record him? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I would have to Google an appropriate Drake song to sing for that scene, but because I, I don't know Drake like You could sing like a that. song that will inspire Drake? Nah, I don't I don't know Drake that deeply. Okay. I'm not, like, that All right. deep with him like that. But, but I could see, like, to Fergie's point, him... Jumping up and down, saying, "Yeah, she likes me back," and right. acting like a goofy little kid, and because uh-huh. yeah, that's how I they would, do it now. Yeah, I would say like Tom Holland would be ecstatic. Yes, like I don't see any other way around yep. it. Yep, probably because Tom Holland's not a thirty-year-old high schooler. Uh, yeah, he has the maturity. Well, Tom Tom Holland's Spider-Man was trying to prevent MJ from finding out, and MJ was like, "I mean, she are, she done been knew. I done I been knew Peter. Like, yeah, I was on the the athletic." I'm sorry, the academic decathlon team with you. I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this movie, this movie uh, it has a lot of uh, iconic moments and uh, simply written, 
but very, very, uh, it's written very memorable, memorable intellectually. It is, mm-hmm. it's very smart. Yeah. It's very yeah. smart in its writing, and it. And- it knows what it is. Like this is a fun yes. comic book movie. This yeah. isn't a movie that's trying but to take gonna, itself seriously. But we're gonna tell a story that you can that that can move you. Emotionally. That you can consume. Yeah, and I think gonna, too yeah. coming out of the nineties to get something like this, I think is fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. That that's is very true. true. You know, Sam Raimi definitely knows how to um, to tell a simple story. Isn't he directing the Spider Man No Way Home? I think I think he is. So. Everyone's pulling out their phones. I have two things to say. One, this movie, Five Shore, was the blueprint for Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, I would love to see, or if anybody knows, I want to see the Spider-Man musical. That was a failure on Broadway. Oh, <laughs> Spider-Man, yeah. what was it? Turn off, wait, into the, turn off the dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to see that. Turn so if anyone has uh, behind the scenes. Oh, we got to look that wait, up. That was a, wait, that was a Broadway? It was, it was a Broadway. Was a Yo, so but let's take a New York flopped. trip. This but it's not failed, on Broadway though. anymore. It oh, it's not. Dang. And someone died. It was on, it was on oh, Broadway. Yeah. Oh, wait. It was the, really the stunts, bad. Like one of the stunts went wrong. It was oh, really bad. Yeah. Oh, and so oh. they had problem after problem after problem. Also, oh. some But people, it was only on Broadway for, I think, a few years. Some of the cast even complained about just soreness because even if they didn't get hurt doing the stunts it like made you like really sore and have back problems oh wow yeah Yeah, because it's all these different villains trying to fight spider-man they're doing all these flips and jumping off things and yeah it's like very intense and if you're ever on tour yeah yeah and you have to do multiple shows with like barely any rest in between each other that they chose that didn't allow for proper like rigging either and so people oh my would be goodness. suspended in air for like hours and not oh be able to no come down. Like, it was yeah why did mess. they not they believed calculate in it someone this. believed in it too a little too much but yeah someone i don't know someone within the some executive was like oh this this will take off and yeah just d- pumped a bunch of money into it and then when things were going bad they didn't want to quit because it's a it's the sunk cost fallacy. It's like, well, I already put this much money into it. it mm-hmm. I can't just give up. So they just keep it going even though it's failing. I mean, if you want it to oh. be that spectacular, you have to factor in just like what the precautions that it takes. Like that's not. Yeah. You know what? I think they it's on think, YouTube. They didn't all think right, it's we, gotta, oh, we word? gotta watch it. We yeah. definitely gotta watch Maybe it. Maybe when we're done with the Toby, Mc- or no, all the Spider-Man, the Sony, all the, the Sony yeah, Spider-Man. So it says John Watts is directing Far From John Watts from No Way Home. No, no Way, Way Home. Home. Yeah. So then, how is Sam Raimi involved? Because I he heard might he be, was. He might be involved in a project um, in I, some capacity. Let me or, see. Or is he involved with Doctor Strange? Oh, that yeah, might let me double check. Um, that sounds like that's accurate. But yeah, fact check. Uh, Rinaldi? Yeah, fact. Yeah, fact check. Rinaldi. I like that name. Fact check. Rinaldi. <laughs> yeah, it's I think he, he's highway. definitely it's involved. Than highway Rinaldi. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's de- I um, yeah, I know he's involved with the future MCU project. Yeah, it's the multiverse it's du- of yep. madness, which makes okay. more yep. sense. I think yep. that th- that's a better fit. Yeah, I think so too, for yeah. Sam Raimi that um, movie. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good fit. Yeah, I think, I think this is appropriate that we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this the scene. This is the scene when <laughs> Green this, is what, this is stuff Sam Raimi has done in his other movies. Yes, this type of scene. She. Aunt May is saying the Our Father <laughs> prayer, 
And before she could finish, the wall explodes, and there here comes Willem Dafoe <laughs> <laughs> saying, finish it. And she oh goes, what did gosh. she say? From evil! <laughs> yeah. From evil! No, you know what I thought about? Um, I don't know if you guys seen that this meme, but it uses that scene, and yeah. it was talking about, like, oh, when all of your um, your bills uh, on auto, pi- auto, pay, auto pay, like, yep. come out the account, and so she's <laughs> that's what i thought about i'm like yo <laughs> but it's funny dying. but it's funny in general because i'm just like why that's like, so good the it's memes so good. from this movie are top tier the, yeah, yeah the memes that come from this movie are amazing even if you don't know the context of it it's perfect yeah, for but a 19 year old movie quality. like bro yeah, but it was so like horror filmy though like yeah. something from like, like it was meant to scare you yeah, yeah. yep finish it <laughs> it's like finish ah it. from me like it's like an <laughs> exorcism movie ah oh, from me and then, and then she's at the hospital because <laughs> Sam I know because Sam Raimi usually does horror films yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I was yeah. saying yeah that he was does. like it was total yeah. horror filmy. <laughs> so <Yeah>. the eye <laughs> those yellow eyes <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo. She's never a... seen a helmet before. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, the Green Goblin kind of looks when like a demon. When you're a kid, that's scary. <laughs> it does. Yeah. No, when you're a kid. No, no, no. Get I'm out talking of about here. like four We're years not, old. You don't count. Or five years old. <laughs> you don't count. Get out of here. I, I, I don't think I count either because that was not old. scary no. to me back then. I wasn't scared nah, of that when I was younger either. Nah. But I'm talking about. Wait, what? Nah. Fergie, Fergie was a, a, a G at age Listen, five. No, I'm telling you. Age Wait, no, no, no. I'm telling you. Explain it to me. What is scary about the Green Goblin costume? First of all, when you're five years old. <laughs> I was not scared. I wasn't scared because this movie came I, out. I actually did I was, not like this I was, costume. I was 13 when this came out. Okay. But at the time, I thought, okay, if I was five years old, though, I might have been scared of it. Because at five years old... you. The, the 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 list of things you're scared of is is long. It's sure, a long list. Sure, but here's here's the thing. Yeah. I uh, when I was younger, now. and I still feel this way. I really don't like that costume. And when it's even when bad. I was younger, I was oh, like the Green Goblin. Yeah, it was I terrible. never, I it's never yeah. liked the costume. When I was 13, I was like, why didn't they just put on like an actual suit? Why like, is this power armor? Because I could tell, I could tell that they were trying to make it scary and I just wasn't scared of the costume. No. Mm. But I know that they were trying to make it scary for young kids, for no. young children. Bad idea. Yeah. No. Um, nope. Like, yeah. like kindergarten below, sure. Any, once you hit first grade, the, the, the odds of it being scarier at, at mine, less than 1%. Finish it. Less than one. <laughs> Oh, this was corny too. Oh. Oh wait, what? What are you referring to? This scene right here when um he's talking about like oh he was he was saying that he was um because he, he's uh he's a photographer for Spider Man and so he talks with him. And, oh. Oh yeah, we talked about you and he was talking <laughs> about oh when the, you know I told him when I look into her eyes this and that and I'm just like. Yeah, that was corny. And yeah, she bought that. I'm it like, was you done. Stupid. It, it was done. Yo, it was done better. It was doing? done better in the cartoon. Um, that but whole like, thing. but like, friends Did don't talk like this. She believed that you said nah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No. The only yeah. thing I'll give them is that they're supposed to be young. That's that's it. Yeah. yeah. But, but even even it. when you're like a freshman in college, are you really like? 
Are women really that dumb? Not, no, I mean, well, college, yo, if she was, if she was like in ninth grade, then but it would make 19. sense. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Listen, the fact that she gra- she is a high school, just like that. So I don't but know. she's a high school graduate. Yeah. I see, and she's just like, oh, you said that really? <laughs> like that's something like yeah. a ninth, like. Or tenth grade. So there's a there's a girl. there's a there's a population of women at that age. Bro, that I'm would, telling you, yeah. they're high school. They're high schoolers. I don't know. In, I've I've seen. I don't know. I've seen some smart high school. I mean, like the Zendaya MJ would have been like, man, right. Spider Man, right? But that's, <laughs> that's, but that's different. But we're talking about 2021. She's yeah. built that's different. different than Two, 2002, 2002 is yeah. different. I see. I totally got you. different. Got I'm you. telling you, there's some girls who, if you. you say like, "Oh, I like your hair," they're ready to be, marry you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's she, true. She she's kind of on par with that. The Zendaya one, she she's not having that. Right. No. <laughs> so it depends right. on the girl. Yeah, but she's uh, 19 now, 18, 19. Like that's a I, 15, okay. 16 year old. I don't know. I'm just having a hard time. 30. Nothing makes sense in this. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's they why. All nothing makes sense. Too. Like Kristen Dunst looks 25 in this movie. Oh, careful. What? She looked uh, 25 just, in this I movie. I just felt like saying careful. <laughs> Wait, she's, uh, I think because she's like 22, right? Because all the Kirsten right? Dunst fans No, she's the youngest. The Let me look Depp's it up again. Yeah, she's 22. I think, I think she's the youngest out of all yeah, the Yeah, she's the like 21. Yeah. Either her or uh, James Franco. James Franco was 23. Kristen. 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 No, Kirsten. not Brian Cranston. <laughs> I know. Kristen Dunst. Cranston. Kristen. Kristen Dunst was 20. I think oh, she looks okay. 20. Yeah. She looks okay. young. Okay. So you're saying she was acting appropriate? I think she. Age. I think she was. Yeah. I know okay. some yeah. girls who just. Yeah, it's it's weird different. too because I saw Finish a movie. It. I saw a movie that Kristen Dunst. Kirsten is it Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just can't Chris, speak. <laughs> Kristen. It's, it's Cranston. <laughs> so I saw a movie. <laughs> I saw a movie that Kristen Dunst oh was God. in. You started it, Fergie. And Kristen Dunst, it was called Melancholia. I is, love that movie. It is one of the most disturbing, interestingly mm-hmm. depressing mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And like you, it's like so depressing, but you you want to keep watching because everyone does a good job. Yes, acting. One thousand percent. And I watched this movie, and I saw, oh, that's Kristen Dunst. Oh yeah, she totally would be in this kind of artsy, depressing movie. Our indie queen. It's on brand for her, right? <laughs> and it was so weird because it, her character is just it's totally different from Mary Jane. It's not even. And it was weird thinking about that movie, watching this Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking about this artsy, depressive, depressing movie while watching. The first Spider-Man. And then I'm going to spoil Melancholia because it came out in 2012. So (laughs) y'all, if you want to skip ahead like one minute or 30 seconds or whatever. So at the end of this movie, everyone dies. (laughs) And I wasn't mad. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it it fits the story. (laughs) It fits the story they're trying to tell. Even the reactions to like the characters have about the knowledge that they're going to die. Like, and all the reactions, you just can't help but keep watching. It's 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 interesting. It was like, man, why did Kristen Dunst do Spider Man again? That's what I was saying. <laughs> she it makes no she sense. Because her again, her official story was, hey, she wanted to do something different, something that was fun and lighthearted. Yeah. yeah. May, after watching Melancholia, maybe maybe that makes sense. But then who knows? She she might be making that up. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> all I know is that uh, with this movie. I think it's going to be hard 
nowadays in 2021 and going forward to do an origin story this well. Mm. Yeah, they shouldn't. They should they, avoid they it. They just should avoid I, origin stories. We're going like, on the highway again. Oh. Here's the highway. I'm, I'm going to jump out. Best. You're out. You're, are you out. I'm jumping out. Are you, are, right, are you jumping out? I'm rolling. <laughs> the drive that we didn't ask for. <laughs> if I get hit by a truck, I get hit by a truck. Because <laughs> I think you guys are going to agree with me on this oh, one. Gosh. The best superhero origin film. I'm not ready for this. You ready? Oh, no. What year? Let's start with this. What year are you? Two thousand and five. Okay. Okay. Batman Begins. That is the best. Is the most underappreciated superhero origin movie ever, because it's the best one. It's I, the most well. I like how you said the same thing three different ways. What? <laughs> what do you mean? How is it the same thing? It's underappreciated. People forget about that movie all the time. They keep. Oh what are you talking about? I love you, Rinaldi. What are you talking about? I was underappreciated <laughs> and best the same thing. I don't understand. Oh, he basically said it's the best origin story because it's the best. Like, oh man! And then you were like, "What?" <laughs> okay, oh, okay. No, it was, I, I, stum- it was good. I stumbled over my words. No, what it's I was trying fine. to say is, it's, it's, the, it's the most well written. Yep. Uh, the most suspenseful. Uh huh. Um the 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 best acted uh-huh. the most intelligent yes and i think what i think what hurts it is the the sequel had heath ledger and then it just blasted that yeah. movie out of everyone's mind it's a gr- okay. it literally just i'm just going to say this but it's we the gotta, best origin I got, we got to end this uh this episode but yeah. i'm just going to say this with that you're right it's a great origin story i think it's hard to say it's the best one because it's a great probably the best origin story for batman yes you know what i mean because i i don't know if you can pin that against this one seeing as they're two completely different heroes completely different tones completely different you know like imagine trying to put this campy you know uh filter if we'll call it a filter put this campy filter on a batman film doesn't make sense i would say this one's better i don't even remember um batman Whatever he said. Yeah, because of Heath Ledger. Because yeah, of Heath Ledger. It's yeah. all your yeah. fault. Yeah. I, it's like I love and hate Heath Ledger Joker because he did a great job, but he did so well. It's like you don't remember any, anybody else. Uh, yeah, but I still don't think that. It's a, again, great origin story. Yeah. I don't think it's the best. Yeah. I don't even think this is the best. Well, but, I think it's all about how well do you do your job. But what I'm like, saying like, is... Because even if you're different... Okay, Spider-Man and Batman are different people. Sure. So they're going to be different movies. Sure. How well do you... If your job is to be a lighthearted, emotionally inspiring, fun movie, do you do that to the best of your ability? If your job is to be a serious, introspective, um, kind of thriller, mm-hmm. like crime movie... Do you do that to the best of your ability? That's how I look at it. Right. It's all about how well you do your job. What right. would you say is the best then? But, uh, the best Origin? overall? Yeah. Oh, I got to think about that. I'm not prepared to answer that. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm going to say this because I watched it, yeah. but that's premature. Yeah. Like I have to sit and mm. consider it. I will say that this is superior to Batman Begins only because... It's iconic. Yeah, it has those memorable. Yeah. It's so memorable. It's it's yeah. it lasts a little bit. The fact that Fergie said that she doesn't remember anything but Liam Neeson 
in that that movie, Mises Pieces. Um, <laughs> it doesn't give it a great. It, it could have the best story. It could have the best character growth. It can develop Batman very well. But if it doesn't, if it's not memorable, it didn't do a great job as an origin story. Yeah, I represent yeah. a general audience. <laughs> yes, yes. I think, but I think you got to bounce this off for when, <laughs> I think when you think of Batman, like his parents dying. You think about how sure. they did it. You don't yep. think about how the other Batman projects did it. Uh-huh. It got so bad that when they did it in Batman v Superman, people got annoyed because they yes. were like, they already did it in Batman v. Nolan Batman already did yes. that. Yes. You know, so all these kind of Batman moments, if they try to do it in the Batman movie that with Robert Pattinson, sure. uh-huh. they're going to bring up Nolan. They, Nolan already did that. Sure. Nolan already did a training montage. Remember with Liam Neeson? So there is some memorableness. Right. Because if you do it again, they're going to bring up the stuff in Batman Begins. Right. But then can you quote Batman Begins? Mm. No. And I, and I admit that. I admit yeah. that this movie is more quotable. But what I'm saying is this: the Batman Begins does have, at least in terms of Batman as a character, it sure. does have these memorable moments to the uh-huh. point where you can't do them again. And then, Like you can't do them in another Batman movie. With Batman, you almost have to, even if fans complain. But you have to do it in a way that's very efficient and yes. brief. You can't because and fresh, like yeah, but efficient because with Batman Begins, like that training fight in the snow, that was like a long thing. Yeah, like you can't do another like it have to be like shorter, sure, different circumstances. But I don't know. That's just my two cents. So, I don't want to so, get to it. Right. So <laughs> so what I'm saying is, it is it iconic. No, even though no, right. I answer your question like so, three times. No, so um, so <laughs> I'm just saying it's still important. Just so because something's not iconic, it doesn't mean it's not mm, important. I disagree. That's I, not I disagree. the best. Yeah, because, yeah. That's because not again, the best. It can no, be no, no, important, no. but it has to be done well and memorable and even memeable these days. But mm-hmm. but you're using your criteria. I have different criteria. She's general but audience though, I'm and, general that's, audience. and that's the but, target. But what's but memeable not, about not Batman general, Beyond? Not all general audiences are the same. Like I saw a bunch of people on YouTube that don't read comics that thought this was trash and didn't age well. Uh huh. And I can show you to like they were like, "Yo, this is corny," and that's fine. Do you so, think this age well? No. No, right. absolutely not. No, but they think it's trash, and they don't know jack about the comics. So, sure. So what I'm saying is, is you know, we have different opinions. Uh-huh. I don't think this is definitive. I think so. I'm just gonna use Fergie as a good uh, uh, example, I guess. I think as far as general audience, I think Fergie would be a good soundboard because she knows enough about the comics to get by. But even that is like, I'm just a. Gen- I don't. You know, no, what I'm saying is general audiences aren't mo- a monolith. They're yeah, all yeah, kinds they're all of different, different people. Because right. right. I've seen people with Fergie's exact background uh-huh. that thought this was like a F. Like they sure. did like they want to see Spider-Man 2. Like right. they want But I bet you those those same people are using memes from this movie. Yeah. I bet you. Yeah, but right? they don't think the memes are funny. They they think the memes degrade the the film. They're still using they make it though. The, they the, see the movie, they see the memes, they so it, so I see what you're saying. It's, though. It has it's nothing memorable. to do. Yeah, it's yeah. memorable. It has nothing to do yeah. with whether or not the movie's liked or not. Right. It's still iconic. It's still memorable. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And, and so, because I think if this for the nostalgia factor, I love it. If I didn't watch it when I was younger, I would I would be with the, the other general audience and say that this movie is trash. But because of that nostalgia factor, I love it. 
And because of the memes, it's iconic, it's quotable. In my head, it sits higher than any Batman origin story. Right. For and that so, reason. And because of that, I'm saying that with the origin stories, especially these days, you got to top this. Yeah. This you got to yeah. top. Because I can't, I, it's hard for me to think of an origin story that is better than this one. No, that, yeah. And like. That meets that, all of those other criterias. Yeah. No, I think it's a good, I think it's a good conversation. Like. Because I think, you know, when I think about Into the Spider-Verse, they were trying to tiptoe around this movie. Right. Right. With they all were. those clever yeah. yep. like yeah. narration right. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the, the guy, no one's saying it. He's basically Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. Oh, you mean Peter B. Parker? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's Tobey Maguire if he wasn't able to figure out how to get back with Mary Jane. Or right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And they, um, yeah, they, that was clever. Yeah. So... You know, this is a movie. Uh, we had fun with this. <laughs> yeah, and, no, um, it's a conversation. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's our that's our episode. We're gonna end there. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and end there. We don't need to do a recording yeah. for the outro because we got it. So T T L T L too long didn't listen. Uh, Spider Man is iconic. There it is. And this movie helped helped that that helped that come to reality. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> Finish it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we need that cackle just randomly throughout the <laughs> yeah <laughs> deliver us quick elise cackle for us wait what <laughs> just wait just like cackle yes i i i, I what i just put you on the elise, spot it's all good you elise if you if you cackle i won't we tell already Harry. Got, we already got rinaldi singing i it's won't okay. i don't know I how to, i don't know how to cackle it's elise, like it's okay I, I won't tell harry Harry won't oh know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't tell Harry. <laughs> oh. That was good. That's is that good. cackling? That was not bad. That was cackling in laugh. training. Yeah, it, was, it was a good raspy laugh. I like okay, that. I'll put, I'm, I'm working on my portfolio, you know. Maybe I'll. <laughs> Your voice acting. Yeah, there it is. We'll use that one. <laughs> and uh, I'll have Elise train you. <laughs> <laughs> That's our discussion. Uh, Let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode so far. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. Finish it! <laughs> <laughs>